Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast, Outdream Your Doubles. Success despite the setup. Hello, hello. Happy Tuesday, friends. The day after Monday. This is the Tuesday before Christmas 2020. I hope you guys are having a great week. Kids are out of school and I'm uh, really excited to talk to you guys today. This is going to be a non-business podcast because we've got a lot of those coming up and I am spending these first few episodes just kind of giving you a you know, glimpse into Andrea, because I think anytime we get glimpses into people, we understand them more and it helps us like respect them, appreciate them. I don't know, like just getting the full picture of somebody for me helps a lot. Um, I just love knowing more about somebody than just the surface. So, you know, social media, you can only show so much, share so much, but that's why I'm enjoying this podcast because I can get a little deeper without apologizing for it. And that's what I'm learning to do. So in this episode, you guys are going to hear about Andrea's dating life in 2020 (laughs) and the crowd goes wild. No, um, I, (laughs) we're going to talk about how do I meet people? Um, I am, I'm a single mom, so I've been divorced for almost two years, separated for three. Um, I'm sure you guys want to know if there's awful date stories. Uh, have I met anybody seriously? And kind of talk about like my non-negotiables and how I filter through the dating scene. So... I started off this year, honestly, really heartbroken from my last relationship that um, I met online. So how do I meet people? I am on dating apps. Um, And there's so many people just throw stones at that and everybody has a right to their opinion, but they're like, oh, you should meet somebody at church or, you know, I don't know where else I would meet somebody. And when I'm in church, I don't chit chat. Like I don't, I'm not, I'm not a super social person in like big groups. So, you know, if there's like a single and mingle, I'm not at it. (laughs) If there's like, if like, it was like really anxiety ridden for me to go to a divorce recovery class at church with six people in it. Not because I, I'm afraid of like sharing things to people just because I just don't like being in a room with strangers. I don't know. That's just how I am. And I mean, I don't go out. I don't party. I don't have friends that are in my position where like I can hang out with people and meet other single people. Like I just, I just don't. And then obviously hello, 2020, nobody's hanging out anywhere. So, um, for me, the, the dating apps, I really like them. Um, and here's why, because (laughs) if any of you have had to experience a dating app, it's, it's a real, it's a real gem. Um, you have a plethora of of men or women on there 
And it is fascinating. Um, Very few times does somebody make the cut. I will say that to even get swiped on for me to even say, yes, I like you. And then obviously they, well, not obviously, but this is how these work. They have to basically like you back to start a conversation. So usually there's a blurb about them. You know their height, which is a big deal for me. Like you can't be shorter than me. Uh, You can't have a beard. I prefer for you to look clean shaven. I I don't have a type, but then I, I definitely do have disqualifiers. So on this on on this app, you kind of get like you do get a lot of information just out of a few photos and a blurb, guys. I will tell you. Sometimes I will, you know, swipe and the next person comes up and I'm like, you know, have to drop my phone because like who took that selfie like that? Like, it is mind-blowing what people put up and think is a good photo. I don't know. It's It it can become funny, but sometimes I'm like, is this what we're working with here? <laughs> like, it is. Guys, it's slim pickings out there, okay? Oh, man, slim pickings before you even get to a conversation. And then, you know, that's a whole nother thing. But um, I really like it because I can see a couple photos and a lot of times... <laughs> you see the first photo and I'm kind of like, okay, like maybe, and then I'll scroll down and then there's another, another photo. And I'm like, wait, and then I scroll down to the next one and I'm like, what? And like, none of these photos look like the same person. And I'm like, is this a, is this, so that's an immediate, I don't even, I don't even know why they think they could get away with that, but it's like, you're not, I don't even know who you are. Which one, which one are you? And I don't like any of these next. Um, so then we, you know, maybe I hit somebody and I'm like, Oh, he's like good looking. Obviously like we go off looks first. So shallow. I know, but let's get real. Hello. Um, that's, how we operate. Like I would like to be attracted to the person I'm going to start talking to and maybe go on a date with. So, oh, he's cute. Oh, he's too short. All right. Next. Um, oh, he's cute, but he's whatever. Doesn't believe what I believe or doesn't want kids or whatever. And usually they'll kind of put that on their profile. So honestly, maybe one in like 25, I end up liking. And then we get to the conversation part, like maybe, Um, sometimes I guess I'll swipe on somebody and I'll pull up the app later and they like liked me back and I pull up their profile because I'm like, wait, did I, did I like, and I pull up their profile and I'm like, what was I thinking? And then I don't even start a conversation because I'm like, that I don't even think you're cute anymore. I guess I did an hour ago. I don't know. Um, but then sometimes we start a conversation and sometimes it's like, you do like feel, um, some type of connection over like texting, typing, whatever they, you can figure out if they can carry on a conversation. I'm not one for chit chat. Like, Oh, how's your day? How's the weather? Oh, great. Like if it's just like that, I don't have time. Okay. I am here like not because I have nothing better to do. I'm here because I'm hoping that God is going to give me the man of my dreams at some point and I'll wait as long as possible, but I definitely am not going to meet him while sitting in my living room. Okay guys. So this is just how this works now. Um, 
And people were like, oh, I mean, you just never know somebody from from an app. Well, no, but you don't know somebody from a restaurant. You don't know somebody from meeting them in a friend group. You don't know somebody from even meeting them in a church group, guys. Like, people can be anybody they want to be, whether it's on a screen or in person. And you always need conversation and more dates to get to know somebody. And it doesn't matter how you meet them. I'm going to get off my tangent about dating apps. I think that it's a great tool and you should be very selective and picky on dating apps. Um, so when I got divorced um, a couple years ago, I told myself a few things. I am okay to spend the rest of my life by myself. I did not go through all of this. I did not do the hardest things I've had to do. Um... I did not become a single mom and and just have my life kind of go up in flames to do a round two, okay? I left because I needed peace, because I needed, because I just knew things were bad. And so I'm not going to be put in that position again if I can help it, okay? I'm also in therapy. I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about my past relationship. And so that's super helpful moving forward so that I don't fall into the same cycle. Um, But I am very happy being by myself, but it's not like human nature to be by yourself. Like we're not meant to just live by yourself. As a single parent, there's a lot of times where I'm like, who can I, when can I tap out and tap somebody else in? And you look around and you're, you're the only one. So, you know, there's that part too, where you're like, I'm just like a teammate. Like I just want somebody to just like do life with me and go on trips. And like, I don't particularly enjoy checking into hotels, you know, on company trips and they're like, okay, room for one. And I'm like, way to rub it in. Um, but at the same time, I, I'm not taking just anybody on a trip. So I'd rather have a room for one than a room with two and it'd be terrible. Um, and I told myself that I, was never going to be in a relationship again where there was going to be arguing, where there was just going to be like us not vibing and always having to compromise on a lot of things. Because if you're starting off like that, it's only going to get worse. And I had just come out of that where everything was a compromise. We were never on the same page. It was really just exhausting and impossible to have a healthy relation. Not, I guess it's not impossible if both of you are working towards the same goal, but you know, it, that's not what that was for me. So for me, I want somebody who gets me, who's on the same page, who's supportive of where I am in life and is just going to get on my level with life. Like take me or leave me is kind of my, uh, is my motto. Um, I'm a lot, my life is a lot. I get that. I'm a great person and I have a lot to offer and I'm not going to settle until I feel like, I've shot out of my league, essentially, I guess you could say, and I don't mean to sound prideful, but I'm, I'm just not going to settle. Um, I'm just, I'm not, it's not worth my peace, um, in my house and in my space. And I've been through enough in my life. Like the, I'm not spending the rest of my life doing it again. Um, and I want somebody that's going to add happiness to my life add to my life, not take and suck from it. Like, and I know that relationships take work on both parts. And so I'm not saying that, but I'm saying from the get go, I want that person to be a 
like a boost in my life. Like having them in my presence makes me so happy. Like they want to do things that better my life. They want to better their life. Like we need to be on the same wavelength on those types of things. So those are kind of like my, my non-negotiables in the big scheme of things. Um, so my non-negotiables, I guess, for me, I mean, you know, everybody works differently. This is my Andrea story, okay? Um, some of my friends are like, you're already talking about what? You move so fast. And I'm like, no, it's not that I'm moving fast. It's that I don't have time to waste. Like, why would I want to fall for somebody and then three months later have the conversation? Oh, did, did you want to have more kids? Because, like, I don't know that I do want to birth any more children. Like, I would like to get my big non-negotiables out of the way. Um, I would like to talk about your work life. I would like to talk about your schedule. I would like to figure out all of like the big deal breakers because why would I want to emotionally invest in somebody just to get hurt again? And I'm just going to tell you after my last heartbreak and then after my, you know, marriage too, um, you know, I would let, I'm just going to say, I just don't think I can survive another one like that. Um, I was so confident and I was so happy and I was so sure that we were going to work and we didn't. And, you know, I just felt like the rug was pulled from under me and it was really hard for me to process all of that. And it took me a really long time and still some days I have a hard time with it. And I really, you, we all know the feeling of heartbreak and it is not fun. So for me, let's skip the heartbreak. Let's just talk about the nitty gritty. And if we can meet each other, you know, over our non-negotiables, great. Let's move forward. Let's, you know, let's go on a second date or whatever it is. Um, so have I had awful dating experiences? Um, honestly, no, I have met really great guys. I honestly, and I, I don't know if it's just because I'm so picky from the get go, um, and very choosy with my time. I, you know, I, I don't have a lot of time to throw around. And so if I'm going to go on a date, I, I better really have a good feeling about this. There have been a few where, you know, I walked in and we sat down and within five minutes I was like, ah, this just isn't, this just is not. I, I get a pretty good feeling right off the bat, whether or not I like this person, whether it's a strong maybe or like a, a home run. Um, and if it's, if I'm not feeling it, I'll, you know, I'll do the date and have good conversation and whatever. But past that, you know, I'm just not, why I'm not going on a second date if I already know, like, I'm not even feeling this on the first date. You need to feel chemistry on all levels, on communication, on like getting a read on them, just about their body length. Like there's so much that like I have to, has to work for me. Um, so no, like I've, I can't say I've been on awful dates. There was one date that I can say I did not appreciate how the guy acted and I'm very proud of myself for um, not feeling uncomfortable, but just being like, no. 
and not feeling bad about it because in the past I probably just would have been like, I don't even know what's going on right now. Um, like just get out of this as soon as possible. I don't know. And feeling bad and second guessing, but you know, it was a hard no for me and I just, there was no way. I mean, I was, there was no way. And then he asked me on a second date later and I was like, absolutely not. Um, and why he thought I would go for a second date. I'm not really sure, but, um, no, like I've really met great guys and some of them, it was just like this instant chemistry on all levels. It was just a great time. If somebody is funny, you've instantly won me over on that level. Um, if they're intelligent and can carry on a conversation score, if they're open-minded, like, you know, like they're, those are home runs for me. And I've had a couple of those this year. I've had a couple where I'm like, that was really a good time where I left. And I was just like really happy. Like I felt better than when I went in. Um, and so there have been a few that I was hopeful for. And now the benchmark is, you know, I like somebody when I tell my grandmother about them. (laughs) I used to tell, I used to just, talk about all the stories because I have been on a lot of dates. Um, and, but you know, they just didn't pan out and I've learned that it doesn't take long to figure out if it's going to pan out or not. Um, there was a guy that I did end up redating and, um, it was when we first met a couple years ago, it was that instant, like, just like this, like connection on another level, just like we understood each other. Um, and it was really great. Um, we just weren't in the right place at the right time for that. And then when we did it a second round, we knew that we were, the issues that we had before were much better. Um, but there were still, it ended up just not being completely there again. And it hurt me to make that call and, um, break up because I knew how much it would devastate him. And I was honestly so sad because I was just, I was just reeling the whole time that like this was actually happening and that, that we actually like were back together. And, um, we had always kept in touch this whole time, but I just never like felt right about it. And then I was nervous whenever we were going to see each other again, like would I feel more confused or would I feel better? And, you know, I felt great about it, but, um, it again just panned out to just not be the right timing and that really sucks. Um, past that, you know, there have been other guys that I really enjoyed and, you know, we went on a few dates and talked and all of that, but at the end of the day, either I kind of pulled the plug or we just mutually were like, you know, we don't feel it or we're just not on the same page on some things. And, that sucks. Like when you like somebody, but I have my non-negotiables and I'm not compromising on those. And I hope that if you're in like the dating world, um, and you know, all of that, that you don't compromise on those. And especially when I have, I have kids, you know, like, it's not just about me. Like how, how are you going to be with kids? How are, you know, my kids need a good father figure. Like, And that's, that's a big thing too. You know, like you've got to meet this standard and my boys, I'm teaching them how to treat a woman and, and how all of that. And so like whoever I bring home 
is going to treat me like a queen because my boys had better treat whoever they're going to date in the future like a queen. Um, Also, I don't know who they think they're going to bring home, but um, she's going to, I mean, you know, we're not, we're not going to go easy on that one, but that's, you know, that's way down the road. They're little. I'm just saying, whoever they think they're going to bring in the front door, they better think 30 times. Um, so yeah, the, the dating world has also, um, made me, it's brought up a lot of insecurities of from past relationships. And so me and my therapist, you know, we've had a lot to talk about and it sucks because sometimes, you know, everything happens for a reason and you meet people for a reason and everybody brings value to your life, hopefully, or even if they don't, you learn something, right? Like, oh wow, never saw that coming. So look for that flag before it happens again. Um, but it's, it's helped me work through things that were really painful to work through. And sometimes it was at the expense of a relationship, um, if you want to call it that, but at the expense of relationships that, um, you know, just didn't work out because I wasn't at the place I needed to be. And that's just kind of the facts. But you also, I know that I couldn't have known or overcome now the things that I did if I didn't go through that process of talking to that person and figuring out that this, these things upset me or why did this make me feel this way? Why am I now having all of these like, you know, triggers again? And why, you know, there's no reason for me to feel like this. He's so nice, but like I do, I just, I don't know. Like, and to just trust my gut and my instinct and just go with it and not apologize. And you know, growing up and learning to not apologize for how you feel is is a hard thing to learn, especially when somebody else is involved. But I don't regret any of it. And I have met great people. And um, I am really thankful because, you know, there's a lot of really, you know, bad people out there, whether it's men, women, humanity. But you know, if you're a guy that I've been on a date with or dated, like, thank you for being great because I really don't have a bad thing to say about hardly any of the guys, even if it, even if it had to end. And, um, you know, there's a reason for everything, even if sometimes I didn't want it to end. Um, you know, they say there's always something better around the corner and, um, I'm not sure when that corner is, but I am, I'm in the dating field and I'm open and sometimes I'm more open than others. And, uh, sometimes I take a break and then sometimes I'll go on lots of dates, um, in a short period of time. But I, you know, I am serious about having a very happy life, whether that's me and my kids or me with somebody else. And we all want that. But again, I'm happy with me and I'm content with me and whoever takes me on, (laughs) bless them. Um, I, you know, I can be a lot and I, I realize that, but I also know that I think I'm as ready as I'll ever be to meet that person and, and have just like the best life and have that story that, I am going to get and that, 
it's not the story I got the first go around, not even close, um, which is sad, but there's always the rest of my life. And I just want to encourage you guys to just stay strong if you're in the dating world and don't do not compromise on your non-negotiables. Go with your gut. Listen to you. Don't drag it on longer because you feel guilty because in the end, it's going to end anyways. And sometimes if you drag it on, the ending is going to be way worse than you, than it would have been if you would have just cut it short and been honest. So, um, anyways, thanks for coming to my TED talk. Um, not as juicy maybe as you were hoping. I was hoping I would have more juice to give you, but Um, I don't. That's it. I am ending the year single and that's okay. Um, It's been a great year and I've been, I've had a lot of fun Um, and I have a lot of really good friends that are, that are in my corner. And um, at the end of the day, I, I am really happy. So the next podcast the next episode next Tuesday is going to be a fun surprise for you guys I am like grinning ear to ear right now but um I'm gonna have a guest with me and I am so freaking stoked about who it is if you follow me on social media you guys are gonna freak out too uh it's gonna be a lot of fun a lot of laughs and just kind of a recap of both of our years um how we met and all of that but we we always have a really good time together and I'm really really stoked so pending a pandemic (laughs) um things will go on and I will have a guest on next Tuesday for you guys so I hope you have a great Christmas and thank you all for your support on this podcast it just means so much I've gotten so many messages and it just really warms my heart that you guys have loved it and this isn't as deep as the other ones I've done and so I hope that you enjoyed my light-hearted uh peek into Andrea's dating world and that's probably the last one you're gonna get for a while so (laughs) Merry Christmas and I will talk to you next Tuesday for the last episode in 2020 I'm your host Andrea Samantha and I'll see you back here every Tuesday.